Hey guys, and welcome back to Fake It Till You Make It. I'm your host, Cicely Boone. With 2021 right around the corner, I know a lot of you are probably thinking, new year, new me. I know that I am. I mean, the end of the year and the beginning of another is the perfect time to set your goals for the next 12 months and really get your life together, especially when it comes to relationships. Which is why this episode, I'm going to be sharing 10 ways to spot toxic friendships, how to deal with relationships that have taken the wrong turn, and finally, how to free yourself of all of that toxic energy and totally thrive in 2021. This is a topic that I've wanted to cover for quite some time now. I feel like over the years, especially after graduating high school, I came in contact with so many different people from all over the United States with different backgrounds and upbringings, which has been a good and a bad thing. I've had great friendships and a few bad ones too. And now looking back, what I wish I had was a big sister who had already been through the bullshit with bad friendships so that I could have spotted it earlier and avoided a lot of bad decisions and heartache. So if you don't have a big sis, you can now think of me as your designated older sister spilling all the advice. I feel like red flags get overlooked a ton when it comes to friendships and romantic relationships. We all want to feel loved, respected, wanted, and valued, which can sometimes lead to compromising what you truly believe in at your core to satisfy another person, entertain them, or overall just try to force them to like you by becoming someone you're not. I know I did this for years. I am at heart a people pleaser. I will definitely admit that. I really want those around me to like me and want to be around me, which can be a positive thing because I'm very open to being friends with all different types of people. But it also can be really negative and draining. And, you know, I've caught myself trying to change myself and my actions and what I like, what I do to please someone else. And in doing that, I would just bottle up all of my real emotions and explode with anger, which is not a healthy way to live your life. But this is something that I've had to recognize about myself. And now that I've become more self-aware of my own tendencies in relationships, I am able to decide what kind of friend I want to be and what kind of people I want to let into or keep in my life. I came across this quote on Pinterest by Oprah Winfrey, and I absolutely love it. It says, you are responsible for the energy that you create for yourself, and you are responsible for the energy that you bring to others. I really think that is the root of it all. You need to be able to understand yourself and what energy you bring in relationships so that you are able to know what you want to change or how you want to become a better friend. I think the best way to do this is to sit down and think about your past friendships and relationships that have gone wrong. You know, really, truly think about it. Why did they end? Try to think objectively about what happened. I know it's easier said than done, but really, really try. Is there something you could change about how you reacted to have a more positive outcome? Spoiler alert, there will always be something that you can improve upon in your life. But once you become more self-aware, or at least tried to understand why you are the type of friend that you are, the next thing you need to be able to do when it comes to evaluating your relationships is recognizing the good and the bad, especially if there are signs of a toxic person or relationship forming. I don't care what anyone says, literally every person in the entire world, no matter how good or sweet they are, can become a toxic person or contribute to a toxic relationship. It doesn't always matter how you were raised or where you were from. That toxic energy comes from your own negative choices or inability to be compassionate or empathetic towards others. It also comes from being selfish. 
I mean, just think about it. A lot of the friendships that ended badly or fights you may have had with people in your life probably happened when you were younger. Not always, but they probably did. You may not have been very mature, in tune with your emotions, or aware of the consequences of your actions because you're just trying to figure out life. You know, we all think selfishly when we're younger, especially when we're younger. And a negative side effect of that is that you can end up being toxic or welcoming other people in your life with toxic energy because it's what's quote unquote normal to us at the time. And now for myself, looking back as a 23-year-old, I am able to put this together. But when I was in the thick of it, you know, when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, and into my late teens and early 20s, I was completely in the dark. I genuinely thought that people were kind of just nasty to each other. And we all just had to find a way to work through it because we had been friends for a long time or grew up together. And these were friends that I was going to have forever. Like, I just thought that that was the case. That was how everyone was. Like, that's just how life went. But I wish someone had said something to me sooner. If I had known what red flags and signs of a toxic relationship to look for, I wouldn't have spent all of those years trying to be friends with people who weren't here for me like I was there for them. Which is why I am going to share what I consider the 10 signs of a toxic person. You know, what really separates a toxic person from someone who had a bad moment is someone who is toxic can't recognize it. They feel like they never do or did anything wrong, and they don't work to get better. So if you're currently questioning a friendship or relationship, hopefully these tips and like advice will help you recognize when things are not right and either talk to that person and move forward or move on by yourself. So the first sign of a toxic person is that they are always complaining. They have a heavy load of negative energy and just can outburst at any time. And I'm not just talking about like, I mean, we all complain, you know, we all have things that we want to complain about. It happens to the best of us. But if it is basically the only thing that is coming out of their mouth, that is not good at all. It really just brings down the vibes, brings down your mood, brings down the people around them. And it's just, it's a lot of negative energy that doesn't need to be there. So the second sign of a toxic person is that they are probably not interested in listening to you at all. You can notice them getting bored easily when you guys are hanging out and you're constantly changing the things you talk about or activities you do together and nothing seems to satisfy them. It's like it's a one-way street and they're just talking to you and hoping you absorb it and just kind of agree with them and not reiterating it or looking out for you or listening to what you have to say, even if it's just something as simple as like what you did that day. So the third sign of a toxic person is that they don't seek your advice like at all. And if you try to give them some reasonable advice, they keep repeating the same stories over and over and they just don't take your advice into consideration at all. This is just another kind of way you can see them just repeating that negative cycle, whether it's in other relationships or friendships with other people that they have in their life or, you know, their relationships with their boss at work or, you know, just things like that. If they're not taking good advice from people that they supposedly love or they supposedly want to be friends with, then what's the point? Like, I feel like you should be able to turn to your friends for everything. And if you don't learn and you don't at least try to change something in your life, if you don't like what's happening, like if you're in a negative, 
I don't know, you're in a negative like work environment and you're just doing nothing to change it at all, but you're continuously complaining about it and not listening to anyone and not taking their advice. Like how, what, like what is the point of talking about it or talking through it? It's basically like they're just venting to you face to face and not absorbing anything and just again it's like complaining and complaining and complaining and they're not seeking your advice and they're not taking your advice and that can feel really diminishing especially as someone who's trying to be a good friend if you're really trying to give someone sound quality advice and they just completely ignore it it's it's super rude first of all and it doesn't make you feel that great so the fourth sign of a toxic person is they are always a victim they seem to feel like nobody ever understands them and all people do them wrong and they are like the best person ever and they can't figure out why all of this horrible stuff is happening to them and they constantly turn the blame on you when you approach them with an issue. This is a really, really big one and it's something that I have had like experience with in, you know, toxic friendships in my past where I would need to talk to a friend about something, you know, something that may have happened or they said that just upset me or hurt my feelings and I just wanted to kind of talk through it. And, you know, it wouldn't have turned out to be a huge deal if we just would have talked through it and moved on. But a lot of the times they would just turn the blame on me and make me feel bad and make me feel like I did something wrong when in reality I was just trying to talk to them like an adult. And... I feel like this happens to a lot of people and, you know, if they if someone is just making themselves out to be the victim, then they're probably not always the victim. There's something, there's something had to happen for them to feel that way and also for the person on the other end to, I don't know, react in the way that they did. I feel like people who are toxic end up losing a lot of friendships, they end up going through a lot of different friendships, or they have people in their life that are afraid to speak up and afraid to speak their mind. And those types of people, I feel like, are that's kind of when you get in that dynamic of having like a superior friend and then a more insecure friend. And I feel like that's just a toxic relationship overall. It doesn't bring out the best in either person. It fuels that toxic person's kind of attitudes and actions. It fuels that and keeps it going. And I feel like For the other person, on the other hand, who may be a little bit more insecure in themselves or just not totally confident, you know, they can't stand up for themselves or they can't speak up when they know that their quote unquote friend is doing something wrong or something that they don't agree with. And again, that's no way to live. That's no way to have a friendship. So sign number five is they expect you to constantly agree with them. And they don't need you to be an active participant in the conversation. Again, it's kind of just like they're just talking at you and they are really looking for you to validate their feelings and give them the answer they want. They don't really care about your opinion. They just want you to validate what they're already thinking. So the sixth sign of a toxic person is that no logical conversation is possible with them. If you try to put some logical argument in your conversation, They easily get mad and dismissive and there's just, it's their way or the highway. There's no other way. And, you know, if they're getting angry, dismissive, they start yelling, they start bickering, they start putting you down, putting down all of your opinions and ideas or just plain logic, like plain facts. I feel like that's when it gets really rough is like, it's just, it's so hard to talk to people like that. And it's also, again, very diminishing to yourself and it hurts 
you know, it can hurt your confidence when you want to speak up about an issue or about something and someone just continuously puts you down and is just negative in a conversation. Like, again, no way to live, no way to have a good friendship that's not a good friendship. So the seventh sign of a toxic person is that they take care of only their needs. You are essentially not important to them and the whole conversation is about them and their problems. They don't go out of their way to ask you about your day, how you've been, about your life, your problems, your work. They only, they just take, take, take. It's like they are continuously running your battery empty, running your battery dry and there is there's been no reciprocation of allowing you to vent or allowing you to tell them about your life so you can recharge your battery and feel like that this is a two-way street in in your relationship whether it's again romantic or with your friends so the eighth sign of a toxic friendship or toxic person is that they get angry very easily they are probably in constant angry mode and you only need to say one thing they don't like and they become furious. It absolutely sets them off. If they are just constantly getting angry at you and irritated with you for for just basically no reason, that's a really big sign of someone being toxic and that should never happen. And sometimes, yes, you know, in a day-to-day life, you can have a bad day, you can have a bad week, you can have a bad month, you can have something going on in your life that is causing you to react in this way and feel this way. But if it, this is just how you are, no matter what, 24-7, no matter if things are good, if things are bad, and you just get angry or not you, but the, this person is just getting angry at you and just constantly becoming furious about every little thing, that's really toxic. And it's horrible to treat people that way. And it's no way that anyone should have to live being treated either. So the ninth sign of a toxic person is that you are their enemy if you have your own opinion and they can easily turn against you or again, become dismissive. So this again goes hand in hand with a lot of what I said earlier. If they are just constantly putting your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts down and it's basically their way or the highway, they're probably a toxic person. And the 10th sign of a toxic person is that they are highly manipulative and they don't mind lying or manipulating you in order to get what they want. So I really wanted to touch on signs of manipulation and what that can look like in a day-to-day life, in your day-to-day conversations. You know, these are the things that, some of the things that you should look for and things you need to watch out for because being manipulated or gaslighted is is horrible and it can really have a negative effect on your self-worth, your confidence and, you know, your thoughts and emotions and you should never feel bad for getting out of a toxic friendship, especially when there are huge signs of manipulation. So I'll just list them out for you guys. You know, if people are using your weaknesses against you, just 24-7, using your weaknesses against you to bring you down, they're probably a toxic person. Or they use guilt trips or they project their feelings onto you or they judge and criticize you or whoever else they are manipulating. And they play the victim. And again, they gaslight to create self-doubt and, you know, bring down your confidence and bring down your self-worth. And that's how they control you. That's how they have power over you. So if you don't know what gaslighting is, basically it is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group. So it's someone like blatantly trying to make you doubt yourself and, you know, making you question your own memory, your perception, or your judgment, which 
it's horrible. I mean, it's awful and it happens in romantic relationships a lot and it does also happen in friendships. So some examples of gaslighting are phrases like, don't get upset over nothing. You're so dramatic. You're the one who is lying. Why are you even here if you think I'm so terrible? You need help. You're so emotional. You're always twisting things. Basically, it's just them turning the tables onto you. Again, like I was saying earlier, if you approach someone about a situation or a problem and you just want to talk it out, move forward, and then they turn it on to you and say things like, you know, you're the one who's lying. You're so dramatic. Why are you upset about this? And in turn, that makes you feel bad. That makes you, you know, question your judgment or why you even asked them or wanted to talk to them about an issue in the first place. That is gaslighting. So all in all, these are the top 10 signs of a toxic person, in my opinion. And I really want to reiterate that anyone can become a toxic person or contribute to a toxic relationship. You know, I bet that you've done at least two of these things in the last year. But what really separates a toxic person from someone who had a bad moment and, you know, just or is having a bad week or having a bad month, um, you know, but they're not a bad person is someone who is toxic, refuses to see anything wrong with their behavior and doesn't do the work to become a better friend. And that's when you may need to decide if that friendship is worth keeping in your life. And I know cutting people out of your life is easier said than done, especially if it's someone you've known for a long time. One of my now really good friends told me, just because you've been friends with someone a long time doesn't mean they're a good friend. It means they're an old friend, but not necessarily a good one. And this is something that I've had to come to terms with. And when I finally did, I felt so free. You will never know how freeing it is to let go of a negative relationship in your life until you actually let it go. So if you're kind of thinking, well, I'd like to get out of a relationship or let go of a certain relationship in my life, but I'm not sure how, here are a few ways to move on from a friendship that went south in a respectful way. So the first way is to slowly start distancing yourself until they are no longer in your life. And you can do this by just stop going out of your way to hang out with them or deciding just not to go to any social functions that they are at, or at least just keeping your distance if it's a large social function. You know, again, it's just like distancing yourself and not going out of your way to make them a part of your life anymore until slowly and surely they are no longer in your life. And the second way is to just be straightforward. If you are okay with confrontation, I think this is honestly the best way to handle it in my opinion. And you can send like a text or an email and be like, hey, I know that things have been tense between us. And at this point, I think it would be best if we were no longer friends. You do not have to owe them an explanation to why. And if they ask and you want to tell them, you can. But remember, you do not owe anyone an explanation. In my experience, sometimes it can just make things worse. And it's better to bow out respectfully with everyone's like self-worth and everyone's pride intact than to let it all explode in a fight where you know you won't see eye to eye. And once you've made that decision to no longer be friends with someone or to cut out a certain relationship, the next step to healing is to just let it go. Cutting someone out of your life is a decision that people do not make light. And if it gets to the point where you feel like you no longer need to be friends with someone, there is always a good reason. Hold on to that. Do not back out of your decision for fear of being alone. FOMO 
is a huge problem. The fear of being alone can really overtake you. It can give you anxiety and it can cause you to stay in friendships or romantic relationships that are not good for you and are very toxic and manipulative and harmful to you. And I think, you know, ways to kind of, again, bow out respectfully and just gracefully get them out of your life, let them go, is to unfollow them on social media. You know, I really don't think that there's a need to block someone if you unfollow them. You know, I feel like blocking is kind of petty, to be honest. That's just my opinion. Unless there is like a legitimate, solid reason to, like they're coming on, like harassing you or just saying horrible things. Like you obviously do not need that in your life. Block that person. But if it's just you know, to not see their stuff on your page ever or on your feed, just unfollow them. It will do you so much good mentally. Another thing, again, is just to remove reminders of them from your life, like unfollowing them on social media. That will remove that reminder of them from your life. If there are tons of pictures all over your room with you and this person and them and they just bring back negative memories, get rid of them. It's not a big deal. Remove reminders of them from your life. And lastly, focus on the friends who are really here for you. Focus on your relationships with your family and just try to get back to being you. I know being in the thick of it in a toxic friendship, you can really lose sight of yourself and who you are and who you want to be. And I know from experience that I would get kind of made fun of sometimes for wanting to post on social media a lot or wanting to take a picture a certain way or wanting to dress a certain way or share something online. Just People thought that was weird. People thought I was just being too extra. People would just bring me down for being me. And it was really hard after the fact and after I wasn't friends with them anymore to get back to being me and get back to being comfortable sharing my life online and get back to just freely expressing myself no matter what and finding people who would celebrate that and who would love that about me rather than just constantly bring me down. It's really... It's really tough when you're dealing with a toxic friendship or, you know, a toxic romantic relationship when you lose sight of who you are, what you love, what you want to do. And it's really hard to get back to being you. But that is a really big focus that, you know, you can shift all of that energy from that friendship onto that, onto doing the work for you. A few ways that I really tried to focus on getting back to myself was I just tried to you know, focus on more hobbies and focus on things that didn't remind me of that person. So I would do all the things I never got to do when I would hang out with them because they just wouldn't want to or they would shoot down my idea. I I went out and did those things. And I also did a lot of just self-reflecting on how I could be a better person because in the end of some of my, you know, negative relationships, I feel like they ended really badly. And now looking back, I wish that they hadn't. And I always try to take things that I've, you know, been faced with or friendships that have just ended badly and turn it into a learning experience for the future and how I can be a better person. And not to quote Claire Crawley from The Bachelorette, but I do truly believe and I agree with her that people are in your life for a reason or a season. There is always something that you can learn from any relationship that you have in your life, good or bad. And how you do that is self-reflection. And I did a lot of meditating as well. I think meditating is a great way to just ground yourself and become more 
open-minded and become more in tune with your own emotions and your own thoughts and your own body. And I think that's a great way to reflect on who you are. And another thing that I did was just read, I I read a lot of self-help books and a lot of blogs to, you know, find out what it was that I was doing wrong because genuinely when I was just going through friends and things were just turning out badly a lot when I was younger, I was like, what is like, what is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And some of it could have been my blame. Like I will take some of the blame for that. I wasn't a great friend all the time when I was younger. And thankfully I've been able to recognize that and learn from it. But it wasn't all my fault, you know, friendships and relationships are a two-way street and for them to completely dissolve and explode or implode, you know, it takes two people to tumble. It takes two people to destroy a friendship, not just one person. And that's really something I did have to come to terms with as I got older and as I just was looking back at those friendships that ended badly. So you really have to remember that there will always be other people in your life that you can be friends with. And it's important to surround yourself with people who actually lift you up and will call you out on your bullshit when you aren't making good choices and can support you in every aspect of your life. You do not want people in your life who make you feel bad about yourself or people you can't open up to and fully be yourself without fear of being judged. It's better to have a few core incredible friends than a bunch of shitty friends anyways. Once you've decided to move on and surround yourself with the right kind of people, it'll allow you to see your life and the world in a much more positive light, and you will truly be able to thrive in your relationships moving forward. And I know that making new friends, especially as an adult, can be super scary and it can seem just, I don't know, very scary, very daunting, which is why I wanted to share a few tips for making friends as an adult. I also do have a whole episode on this already live which I will link down below in the show notes for you guys. In that episode, I really dive deep into my backstory and history with making friends in my early years and also as an adult. I also share tips on where to meet people and also just how to keep an open mind when inviting new people into your life. So if you are interested in that, I'll link it down below in the show notes. Definitely go listen to it after you're done listening to this one. But a few tips that I will share now is just, I feel like the number one key to making friends as an adult is really just asking to spend time with someone. So if there is someone in your life, maybe it is at work or at church or in a group or a club that you are a part of, and you think that you would really get along with them and could possibly be friends with them, ask to spend time with them, ask to hang out, ask to go on a coffee date. I feel like going to like a coffee date is probably the easiest one. And I know right now it's kind of weird because we're not really like meeting up with people or anything like that. But even if it's just like having a small conversation, like in Instagram DMs, it, it will really make the world of a difference if you just ask to spend time with someone or actively try to spend time with someone. And again, I know it's easier said than done, but a lot of things worth having happen by stepping out of your comfort zone. And that includes making friends. So I think another great tip is you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. And you never know who you might mesh with and actually form a good friendship with until you try. Some of the people in my life right now, when I was younger, I probably would have never been friends with them. But now that we are older and we are just more mature and have gone through things and I was more open-minded and not so jaded with who I wanted to be friends with or who I thought I wanted to be friends with, I actually like love them so much. And I made some of the most amazing friends 
By just stepping out of my comfort zone and not judging people by what they look like or what they do or what job that they have, you know, that's how that's how you make quality friendships is without judgment. That is what a quality friendship is. It is loving someone and accepting someone without judgment. So my third tip is to be open to unconventional ways of meeting people whether it's online, through a mutual friend, or someone you run into in real life, just randomly at like a coffee shop or at the store or something. I know that that has definitely happened to people. But I think right now this is really important to touch on and really, really prevalent because with the times that we're in, you know, a lot of people are on lockdown across the world and across the country, and we're not really able to get together in person like we used to be able to, that you really do need to be open to unconventional ways of meeting people. And the internet gives us the power to do that. It gives you the power to make a friend from anywhere in the world. And you can talk to them at any time of the day and really get to know them, especially through social media. You know, I have made some of my best friends in my adult life through Instagram, which I think is crazy and it's funny and 10, 15 years ago, that is not something that would have been the case. You know, people thought that was weird when you made friends online and there wasn't as many people online and social media wasn't really a thing. So people weren't actively looking to stay connected. And now that social media is so prevalent and, you know, just so important to a lot of people and everyone's on social media, you can actually meet so many awesome people that you would have never crossed path with in real life online. And that's that's how I made a lot of friends was by, you know, I would probably follow someone that lived in my area and maybe looked like they would like the same things that I would like. And just I reached out to them. I DM'd them and said, hey, like, I would love to get coffee with you and just hang out. You seem really awesome. And I also live in the same area as you. So it'd be great to meet up if you want to. If not, that's totally cool. Or I would also ask some girls to take pictures together like if they did Instagram type stuff like more influencer type stuff I'd be like hey like we can meet up get coffee take pictures for each other and just hang out and that is how I made a ton of friends and it's crazy it's awesome and again it's a way that I was able to meet people that I wouldn't have normally crossed paths with in real life and I think that's a really beautiful thing about social media and about the internet is that you are able to meet so many different types of people from all these different types of background that, again, you never would have been able or you may not have been able to cross paths with in real life. And you're able to form lasting relationships and friendships. And I think that's amazing. I know so many people who've actually like married people they met online. I know people who are dating people that they met online. I know people who have made their best friends online. I know people who have like just internet friends like across the world and that's crazy and it's awesome and there's a lot of negative things online but that is also a beautiful thing that comes out of social media and the internet and it's something that you definitely should take advantage of especially now in these weird uncertain times where we are spending a lot of time at home. So again, like I said, I do have an entire episode on how to make friends as an adult that I will link below in the show notes for you guys. You should definitely go listen to it after you're done with this episode. But that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this and I hope that it helps you if you're currently dealing with a toxic person or relationship in your life. 
I really enjoyed sharing this topic with you guys today. It's something I've wanted to talk about for a really long time. So thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to subscribe. A new episode goes live every single Monday. Also, please rate and review the podcast. That would be absolutely fantastic. I would really, really appreciate it. Links to all of my social media are down below. Make sure you follow at fakeitpod on Instagram and my personal Instagram to stay up to date on all things podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and always remember that no matter what, you just have to fake it till you make it. Bye guys.